We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Today, we're going to talk about building your real estate business and the lifetime value of a client. But first, I'm your host, Tamara Gady, Director of Collin County Sales for Lawyers Title. If you like our discussion today, well, you're going to love my escrow team. So I hope you'll give us an opportunity to earn your business. You can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms, but we'll also make sure that you know how to reach me via text or, or phone call or email or any other way that you want to try to get a hold of me today. Um, I'm very excited to have some guests uh, on our show today. Steve and Leanna McCoy are a husband and wife power duo with the Real McCoy team at Remax. Uh, in the office is in McKinney. Yeah. Uh, they have been in the business for over 20 years, and they've closed about $25 million in production last year. So they had some really big numbers, and th that resulted in their very first chairman's Club Remax Award. So, um, and one of the other things that I find really interesting about them is that they have done over a hundred transactions with investments and flipping homes themselves. So I've got some synergy with them uh, in that arena because I'm also an investor. And so we have some really good conversations about that, but also traditional real estate. So I'd like to welcome them to the show today. Uh, Steve and Leanna, thank you so much for joining me right. today. Thank, thank you, you for, so having for having us. So excited yeah. that you're here. Thank yeah. you for being great partners of ours, but also our friends. So we really appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for the loyalty to me and Absolutely. my team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you guys yeah. for everything you do as well. So yeah. um, I'm one of those that wants to dive right in. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about the meat. Okay? okay. But let's start a little bit with your background first. Okay. Cool. So do you guys want to talk about how you got here? Sure. sure. You want to go yeah. first? Well, no, you go first. Oh, no, no you, you go, go first. first. <laughs> no, you go yeah. first. Okay. So, uh, so um, basically started in East Texas and Tyler, Texas, where I'm from. And ultimately, I uh, started with the lawn business way back when, worked for a builder during the uh, build process once the home was completed. Um, I would knock on that door and be, be there to prospect and say, can I take over this account and mow the yard because I've been maintaining it during the whole construction process. Wait, how old were you when you did that? 15 years old. You were yeah. an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah. at 15. Yeah. Okay, there's stories like this on Shark Tank, right? right. Where right. Yeah. Mark Hughes yeah. in the yeah. background clapping yeah. because uh -huh. somebody started a great business. That's him. Yeah. Well, there's more to that story. And, and basically, um, Brian Conaway in East Texas uh, was a huge or still is a huge role model of mine. And um uh, Ultimately, going to the dirt track where I, I used to go with my family growing up. And Leanna always says that was many years ago, but I was a <laughs> race car driver. And, and ultimately, following through with my dreams and hopes of being a true race car I driver. I know this Yeah, I used to race you. dirt cars. So, okay. I, so Brian had a lawn business. And um, basically, I was 15 years old. I had a hardship license. And I had a 70 model C10 truck. So all that means is that it was a huge gas guzzler. <laughs> and that I would ask my mom for cash. I'd be like, um, can I have some gas money, please? Can I have yeah. some gas money? And, and Leanna knows this like yesterday because I always bring this up. And it's ultimately my mom said, give me died, which meant I'm give no longer. Me what? Give me Give five me five bucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> give me five dollars okay. for gas died. So okay. you need to go figure it out and make money on your own. So uh, Doug Burns introduced me to Brian, 
started mowing yards. And I say that only because that's how my new home sales career started yeah. is because the builder that I worked for mowing yards uh, ultimately ended up uh, giving me my first opportunity uh, to sell new homes in East Texas. And it wasn't anything special. They put me in a builder trailer in the middle of a field <laughs> and I had four neighborhoods yeah. starting back then at $90,000. Uh -huh. And then we had our upper end product, Rosebrook, <laughs> sorry, three fifty. dollars Oh, that, how times have changed. Oh, oh yeah, that was, that was 350 That was big yeah. time. So, so uh, that's, that's really how it got started. Uh, Conaway gave me a three-ring binder by Bob Schultz that's called the New Home Sales Specialist. And they gave me a pat on the back and said, go get them. <laughs> Good luck. That was it. So that's how I got my start in New Home Sales. And then uh, transitioned to uh, residential real estate. Uh, me and Leanna moved to uh, DFW in 05, 06 time. Uh, we got married in 06. And from there, I kept trying to get my start here as a new home sales rep. Went mm -hmm. on to work at uh, several builders around DFW and, and found that ultimately um, realtors would show up with their client and they would introduce them to me, the new home sales guy. And then I'd never see them again. And they drove amazing new cars. Yeah. And I thought they made all this money. And they didn't do and anything. they didn't do anything, right? And so, so I was like, hmm, how do I get on the other side of this desk uh -huh. and get out of this new home sales business yeah. where I'm working 10 to 6, five days a week? Yeah. I didn't know that real estate agents work 24-7. <laughs> and uh, you spend 90% of your time procuring the client. Oh, the, yeah. The actual getting the client to do business with because... Guess what? You already know this. Uh, after you get out of Champions or whatever real estate place you go to, you get your license. You don't uh, all of a sudden get all these phone calls. Hey, what? please sell me a home. Please be <laughs> my realtor. You know, it was and just, what do uh, you actually know about yeah, real estate once yeah, you graduate exactly. real estate school? Oh my Basically, how to write a contract? Barely. <laughs> Barely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my my start into the business, okay. and um, you know, Leanna and I. Uh, we, we've been doing this a long time, started in new home sales and then to residential resale. And then when the market crashed, to your point about flipping 100 homes, we had to get creative. Pivot. And yeah, like last year that was popular. <laughs> but during the crash, it wasn't so popular. It was more like survival. Yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. these fancy terms and deferment on all your payments. If things hit the fan, it was foreclosure and people were being yeah. evicted or kicked out on the street. Super sad And I, we started working with investors and... And quickly, just like the new home sales role, I was like, hmm, how are they flipping these homes? So I, a guy named John um, introduced me to his whole team, the hard money lender, the contractor, all the people in the process. And I simply just plugged into their system and started procuring my own leads that I was already doing and, and finding those homes and started flipping. Yeah, and we did our first uh, flip. And uh, we, we thought we were um, big time, big time. Actually, we, <laughs> I learned very quickly. You want to hire people to do the work because yeah. when you do the work yourself, you're not taking the phone calls, you're missing opportunities. And I uh, found myself out there rolling paint on the wall instead mm -hmm. of taking phone yeah. calls. And we put, quickly realized that we need to budget better to, to afford the true experts to do the work. And I think that's something that, you know, because I'm an investor too, which you guys know, and I just did a big reno project on a lovely piece of property I bought. In the, <laughs> it wasn't lovely at the time. It is now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And, you know, I struggle with this all the time mm -hmm. because, and this is kind of off topic, but we'll circle back. Um, 
I've got a lot of my realtor clients trying to talk to me about short-term rentals right now because everybody's making buttloads of cash right. off the short-term mm-hmm. rental. Right. But, you know, when you have a full, more than full-time job mm-hmm. and I manage my own household yep. and yeah. I've got investment properties and, you know, you've got all the things at some point, you know, you do kind of have to make that decision about where you're going to put your time and your resources and what is a good placement for that. Right. Right. And you guys are married. You've got a a wonderful daughter. She's gorgeous by the way. (laughs) And you know, you enjoy building, working your real estate business and traveling and spending time with her. And so I think Mm -hmm. those are struggles that people in this business, people outside of this business maybe don't understand as much Mm -hmm. is that it isn't you buy a house, call, you know, and then you, you know, you're all of a sudden it's pretty and you turn it around, right? There's a lot that goes into when you buy it to when you list it or rent it or whatever it else is you're going to do with it. And it's not an HDTV. And no, it's not. In in real life. And that's what we, I think we got hung up on and watched quite a bit of the shows and we're like, we got this, we can do it. So we went out and we did try to paint ourselves. We did try to pull the carpet and replace it ourselves and, you know, uh, get some of these you know, what we thought was a good idea. Let, let's do it ourselves. Like, yeah, let's make right. this our baby. <laughs> Boy, was that exhausting. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we pulled all the sources. My dad came in town that time. I remember yeah, he helped yeah. us. He hammered some of the walls and uh, did some plumbing and this and that. And even Alexa's demoed some homes with us. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. yeah I mean, we have some old video. Of that. <laughs> right. And, but it all sounds good in theory. Yeah. You know, but once you actually go through the process and you realize how much time you've invested and efforts and right. you're like, oh my gosh, now I'm behind on all of my old traditional stuff oh my gosh, and my yeah. clients and retention and, and just, you know, um, all the other things that get backed up. We're like, nope. <laughs> well, the, re- the, the, the reality shows make it look so easy, oh, right? Yeah. You've got million dollar <laughs> listing that is making every realtor look like they don't have to do oh, much to sell. Rockstar, and they just yes. walk around in these fabulous clothes and show <laughs> yeah. these fabulous homes all the time. <laughs> Little yeah. do the, does the consumer know you're trudging around sometimes in a $250,000 house that hadn't been touched in 40 years, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's true. the HGTV generation and the, mm-hmm. the re- reality TV generation generation that's made a lot of this stuff look super sexy and super easy but i you know the house that i bought in the colony my contractors were able to turn it in less than 30 days full reno no way well first of all i don't even know how to do that stuff (laughs) but so it would have taken of course infinitely longer but you know sometimes you kind of have to make that decision about where you're going to put resources Mm -hmm. and what makes more sense you know and so managing a real estate business yeah You know, I really feel for you guys because I feel like in this market, the consumer thinks that you stick a sign in the yard, you've got a contract, you don't have to do anything. Why Mm -hmm. do you deserve 3%? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Six percent. Come on. Six percent. Well, okay, six percent, but three percent to each side, right? And so, (laughs) you know, I um, I truly, I'm a licensed realtor. I'm the most educated realtor that's never practiced. By the way, three designations, (laughs) and I've never done a transaction. But I would never compete with my clients. But you know, I think that I, when I purchase my properties, I always use a realtor. I fully see the value in what you do, and Mm -hmm. I think that that is undervalued by the normal outside of the real estate industry consumer. And so I understand the struggle that you guys are having to go through all the time to justify your commission and justify what you do every day. And so it's not easy guys. It's not easy. No. And and 99% of the time um, you're, you're going to go up against many, you know, and that's uh, kind of the whole derivative of our conversation today, the lifetime value of a client. 
and looking back to your database and your your what we call a power base, which is your friend circle, your outer friend layers, and those rings as you go further out to the don't know, the people yep. who don't know you are going to hit your own commission. They're going to, you're going to pay a lot of money to procure that lead, whether it's a mailer, um, online advertising. We all know the chase rate. You got to chase, chase, chase. And then, and then once you finally get the client, then they want to discount your fees, right? The online lead is what I'm referring to. Oh so, yeah. But I think know. any, you know, there's a lot of people that are asking for discounts these days, not just the online mm-hmm. lead. And so right. you guys are having to battle that kind of stuff, but right. you know, I think, um, you you guys work a lot with your sphere and work by referral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have several clients right now that operate that way and have for years, and that's how they built their business. But And everybody's hair was on fire for two years, and now the market is extremely tight. Right. And trying to get, um, you know, something under contract is extremely hard. <laughs> and so I'm having a few sad conversations with some of our clients that, just don't have anything in the pipeline right now, but somehow you two are <laughs> managing to yeah. keep it rolling down the road. And so I wanted you guys to share some of, yeah. you know, let's talk about how you guys manage your yeah. leads and conversion and, you know, and, and your sphere and keep, keep sure. referrals coming in the door. Right. But real quick. We want to touch on uh, Leanna and how she got into the business. Cause uh, I think the, the flips, we kind of skipped. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was so, like, good. So, I'm a terrible so, host. So, I didn't even, the hostess, so, I didn't even so like the, flip it to you. So the, the so flipping nice. homes, uh, we, whenever we were flipping all these homes, whenever, let's say I would go on a sign call and I would, I would go out and I would make the offer and buy the home where there's a contract to close process. Leanna was heavily involved in that yeah. from the very beginning. But not only that, after we contracted it, um, every time you buy a home, obviously you got to set up utilities. That was taking me hours at a time. And no, we weren't we weren't partnered with utility concierge back then, but Woo-hoo! I'll tell you, Gabe's awesome guy. But, you know, utility concierge and all those uh, third-party vendors, they're yeah. looking for um, clients who are end users, not necessarily a flipper who's going to be turning it on, turn it off in three months, right? So um, with that being said, Leanna jumped in, you know, all in, helping helping get all the utilities set up on, and turned off on all those homes. And then as I got busier and busier, she got her license to start doing open houses and so that we could... Well, let me just... Start. Yeah, let I'll, me, I'll time out. Let, yeah. let, right. let, let me just start by saying <laughs> that I had no interest yeah. whatsoever getting the license. I, I love the process. I've been a part of it for many, many years. And... I loved what he was doing, but I was kind of behind the scene, you yeah. know, and doing all the administrative stuff. And once in a while, I would be on the phone with the clients. And obviously, we knew the families and the relationships that we've established. They knew us that we worked together, but I didn't think that I was going to actually go out and be a salesperson, per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at some point, we just realized that... Uh, we needed the manpower. We needed the extra hand in having to help us with the buyer clients and open houses and showing homes here and there because we were so caught up into our investment portfolio and that you know our traditional business started to, Suffer, to slack. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, yeah. we we discussed hiring people and adding to the team. And I said, well, wait a minute. If I'm going to do all the hiring process and training why don't I go out and get my license? Do it yourself. Yeah, Yeah. and just start that way, and then we can add layers to that. And 
I that's exactly what I did. That same day, I went online and I registered and yeah. I ordered the books. Oh. And within two months, I was a licensed realtor. And and I was like what, many of the realtors. I was like, wow, I'm here now. So yeah. what do I do? Not what. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, it wasn't. It didn't work out as a fantasy as I, as I thought that it would, uh, and didn't kick off as quickly as I <laughs> wanted it to. Uh, but I am so glad I stuck around. And yeah. there were times right. that I, I didn't think that it was going to be my jam, and maybe I should just go back to doing what I was doing, you know, behind the curtain and doing all the administrative stuff instead of getting out in front of the people and being in the field and generating the leads and, and working with clients directly. Um, but I think. God had a bigger plan for me, so I'm glad sure. I stuck it out. And, um, you know, we supported each other throughout this time. And uh, sure enough, one by one and um, many by many now, we have generated our pipeline. And mm -hmm. here we are now. And we don't take that um, lightly at all. Um, all of our clients, all of our leads, um, the families that are on their sixth, seventh, eighth home with us, we don't take that lightly. That's a big deal. That's a huge, And I also think, you know, kind deal. of what makes you two such the dynamic duo is you're very much the yin to each other's yang, mm -hmm. right? And so, <laughs> you know, your personalities yeah. between the two of you, yeah. you know, speak to a very wide a variety mm -hmm. of people. You know, right. you have this softness about you, Leanna, and a sweetness about you. I know you still are very You're business so savvy, sweet. but you know, <laughs> you just have this warmth yeah. about you. And 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 Stephen, you come in with the with super big knowledge and definitely the confident, you know, the power right. part of the team. And so I think between the two of you, it makes a really big dynamic duo. And I think that also that and the care that you have with your clients, I really resonate with because I feel like I, I try as hard as I can every day to make sure our clients feel the way you want your clients to feel. And so right. that's why I wanted you guys to come on the show today, because I knew that that's how, you know, we have synergy and how we build our businesses in that way. And so let's talk about what does a customer mean to you? You know, that's kind of an inter interesting question, right? Right. I mean, it means ATM. <laughs> I, no, I'm well, just kidding. Just no, kidding. There, honestly, just that's kidding. an honest. Nah, there is, of course, we're here because right. we need to be able to feed our families of and course. pay our bills and, mm -hmm. right. and that sort of thing. So, but if you've had someone come and use you um, in a transaction seven or eight times, there's definitely something to how you take care for your clients, mm -hmm. right? Right. So, so ultimately, I'll take it from here and just, just say that, you know, we have a philosophy and that's love the one you're with. And we feel that that philosophy is not only true within our relationship, but it's also the person in front of you is offering you that opportunity to work with them. And for that, we see it through contract to close and then go beyond that and continue on following up and being in front of them and being a resource, whether it's, um, you know, for a, a maintenance call or something stuff that doesn't even pertain to real estate. It could be, you know, well, I guess property taxes do pertain, but that's not our arena, right? right. But we'll we'll step back and help them and and get their um, homestead exemption, help them fight down their taxes. I don't think we'll be able to help this year, but you know, in the, <laughs> in the years past, that yeah. was a that was a benefit. And um, you know, I'll just say that you know, from the time that we meet someone, um, if they're a good fit for us and we're a good fit for them, then we'll do whatever we can to help them. And, and some people are there for themselves. And like I was talking about before, jokingly about the ATM, um, people that are in this business for the money will not be in the business very long. Agreed. It's, it's, um, it's, um, 
110% commitment is where we come from. Yep. And that's, that's how we run our business and we're all in. We don't, um, you know, we're not dabbling in a lot of things um, outside of real estate. Everything that we do is, is under the umbrella. So mm-hmm. if it's flipping a home, that's still real estate. I'm a licensed lender now, so that's still real estate. We're not going to open a shop tomorrow to sell bicycles. You know, right. we're staying within our arena of real estate and we're all in on that. So and our clients see that from day one. And whether another thing that that I want to touch on is that we'll help somebody whether it's a seventy thousand dollar property or if it's a last year three million, four million, uh four point two million dollar 22,000 square foot building in downtown that um, Leanna and I worked on to help an NFL client. Nobody would touch that deal because of our relationship with the hard money lender through all those flips that we've done. We were able to put those two together and that hard money lender doesn't loan on commercial property. They went on my introduction to that person. Of course, they put down 50%. But no other lender. We got six months into the process and it was denied, denied, denied over mm. and over again. So many times I ended up having to go to the doctor with migraines because I, it was just so much stress. It took me six months to close there. It took us six months to close it. And every day it was a bust mm. and we saw it through. But that client since 2007 or eight, when I met um, one of the business partners in that um, purchase, since I met him, he sent, I can't even tell you, probably 20 plus referrals over the years. So there's and no way I was going to give mom, up. Yeah. Including his mom, including everybody he knows. There's no question. He just says, call my guy. Yeah. And, and it comes back to like after that property was even closed, like a month later, he called Stephen and he said, hey, we need help with CEO. Well, CO, certificate of occupancy, is really outside of our sure. you know, yeah. jurisdiction, but we didn't just drop the ball. We always think of ways how we can bring the value yeah. to our client. It doesn't matter if it's within our power or within our circle. We'll go out and we'll get the answers. We'll find out. We'll make the calls. We, right. we have enough knowledge and enough resources that we we can find a way no matter what it is. Like there is nothing that's off limits for us. And I think that's where I draw a lot of synergy with you guys too, because I, you know, I do a lot of connections as well. I don't always have the answer for my Mm -hmm. client and that's okay. I learned a long time ago. I don't have to always have the answer for my client. Right. (laughs) And, and, and if I did it, it, you know, it's, (laughs) I can't be an, you can't be an expert in all things. Right. Right. But if you've been doing this for a while, you've recognized where you Mm -hmm. need to build networking connections and be able yeah. to have resources, whether it be an attorney or, you know, anything else anything, for that matter. a plumber. I mean, yeah. we get calls after yeah. the home closes, you know, right. who, do you, who, who do we need to use for alarm? Well, here are your options. Like yeah. we have all that, sure. you know, all that data so we can easily plug in and just refer them. Uh, and that's, that just comes from years of experience that right. does yeah. not come with, you know, just us Googling the information and just getting somebody, you know, to them. Uh, we, we don't refer anyone unless we're confident that. No, of course, because that's your name behind the referral. And we've won. I mean, we've, we've been building our wholesale and investor business for a good almost two years now. And, you know, a lot of the stuff in that world is very complicated and there's a lot of title companies that can't close those type of transactions. We've worked through all the bumps in the road so that we can figure out how to close it. Right. But 
And that built, you know, that being able to close that unclosable deal Mm -hmm. has turned into a solid relationship, which turns into referrals, which turns into more business, which turns into, you know, it's just like a domino effect. So I think problem solving, being a problem solver, being able to see the challenge and figure out what the solution is, is a huge value to your clients. And that's part of the reason that you're able, that we're able to keep our referral business coming in the door, right? I agree. So if you just say, I don't know. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Can't help you here. Can't help yeah. you, yeah. you know, so being that resource and being able to have the, um, the, um, database of connections, mm-hmm. vetted connections, Correct. right. Is Correct. a kind of a big deal yeah. to keeping somebody. Sure. Um, Absolutely. I think, um, let's talk about how you do market to your sphere and how do you stay top of mind with your clients that aren't in the middle of a transaction? Cause that's a big deal too. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, Leanna, you, you can cover a couple of those and then I'll, I'll jump into the rest. Yeah. Cause you have your favorites uh, and I have my favorites. Yeah. So we, we do, her, we do her, separate her favorites things. favorites are more, more, uh, go ahead. I'll let yeah, you well, the, the difference is that we do different things, but we go towards the same goals. So sure. at the end of the day, right. we, we check each other and we kind of see where we stand and you know, how, how close are we getting to our goal and you know, our right. business goal or, our personal goal or whatever it is. So with the clients, you know, I uh, typically do a number of things. And um, the the thing in this is a consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Of course it and is. Yeah. You, you got to stay top of mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, so we have a newsletter. We have um, uh, social media. How posts. often does the newsletter go out? So it's once a month. Okay. And is that by a, mail or is it electronic? It's electronic. Okay. I do electronic. Uh, we do um, annual mail, mailers, usually like a Christmas or Thanksgiving cards. Uh, we do um, customer appreciation events where we invite all of our database. And here's the thing. A lot of times realtors think like new realtors or, you know, even seasoned realtors think that they have to have this enormous database of clients to be able to do any of those things. And it, it really, you really don't, you know, this is where all your clients are, right. you know, it, it could be, it could be 20 people. It could be a hundred people. It could be 150. It doesn't matter. So you have to just hyper-focus on people that you've built connection or had connection before and people who know, like, and trust you, and mm-hmm. you can build, build it from there. And it's very easy. If they're in your phone, that means you've made a connection with them. <laughs> at some point, they, at some yeah. point you, you've built a relationship. You've had business with them. So focus on those people. For me, it's I don't do call calling. So for me, it's very difficult to um, you know reach out to someone I haven't met before. Um, you know, And so that, that's kind of where we differ. But what I do with our clients that are past clients is you know, with the newsletter, the social media post outreach, you know, that could include serious things, you know, happy birthday. Um, and I try to do different things where it could be a post on their Facebook. It could be a text message. So it's a little bit more personal, um, messenger invites or sharing data information about events, uh, maybe happy anniversary or just all different angles. All those touches yes. throughout the year. So l- yeah. let's, let's kind of break this apart a little bit. Okay. Cause we're talking pretty broad right now. Sure. So mm-hmm. what you've mentioned are uh, regular touches to your database throughout the year, social media posts, happy birthday, happy anniversary, client events, newsletter, um, regular email, um, email, informational emails, mm-hmm. maybe how to fight your taxes or what, you know, CMA right. or whatever it is. 
do you have a schedule for how you send these things out or a schedule of how often you do a client event or where you might have it? So can we talk about kind of the meat of each one of those mm -hmm. things a little bit? Because I think it's an important right. touch point. And talking about consistency meaning means you have to be doing this at certain times throughout the year, right? right. So Absolutely. can you kind of break that apart a little bit? Yeah. So of course we have a schedule, you know, and we try to stay within that schedule. And um, sometimes it could be a day or two here and there, but it is very important to just go ahead and get it done. How, like, how often do you touch each person it, each throughout person, the year, in a year span? It, okay. It's, it differs really because like I said, you know, what I do, um, you know, with, with social media and, um, you know, uh, electronic touches, then Steven can pick up and right. every other month he could pick up the call, the phone and call them. Yeah. Or, you know, we're in the area, we could actually stop by and knock on their door. So each client is different, but sure. we do try to make it a point to uh, reach out to every one of them. And it could be, it could be a random thing. Hey, we, we talked about, you know, certain furniture piece and then we came across it and we're like, Oh, took a picture and send it to them. So it's not just all real estate related. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. It's, course, it's, um, life. what is it? Yeah. Ford, right? Yeah. We talk so, about Ford. so, so a little to unpack that a little bit. So using that newsletter that's through, everyone has their own, uh, company, um, website if you will so within different companies like ours is remax right so bouge has you know a template just a traditional newsletter look guys we're not trying to get them to read it it's just simply seeing your name and and thinking of you okay? of course so it's it, just it a doesn't matter what point. it says yep. it, it's just getting it in front of them so don't get analysis paralysis and need this perfect newsletter nobody's going to read it so it's just simply getting it through their email uh, so that would be monthly. And then uh, to Leanna's point, the pie event, the customer appreciation, that's obviously in Thanksgiving. Um, last year, Leanna took that initiative and made that her own and really made it really nice. You know, we took uh, pies from Costco and then added our added she Actually, added her no they weren't from costco they were not from costco no. oh, they were enormous they i'm sorry enormous we were, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm and sorry that they were enormous really that's a big difference it's huge <laughs> See, I, was say, I didn't do it. Enormous pie. You I better be a McCoy We talked about, you know, <laughs> should we go, yeah. we trout. And yeah. the, You're right. It was an enormous, famous pie. <laughs> yeah. Now it's incorrect. See, that's why there's yin and yang, right? So, okay. So then birthday is obviously, it's when their birthday is that yearly, right? So, yeah. um, so to unpack that, it's monthly newsletter. Okay. Um, annual customer appreciation. Got it. And then take that a step further, look for their birthday, look yep. for them on social media. You should always have your database or obviously your friends, your real friends on uh, Facebook, including all the unknowns that are friends, but we won't go there. That's a whole nother topic. Um, so that's, that's pretty much uh, texting them. Uh, Leanna has more a personal touch with her clients. Um, so on, on my side, it's more like automation, like just yeah. uh, doing like a slide broadcast, um, doing that at least once per quarter. In addition to that, mixing it up with uh, like Lion's Desk to drop um, a mass text, uh, whether that's a video text or just simply a text message, right? And just getting in front of them. Um, and, then, and then the phone call. So Leanna was still in my thunder with uh, Ford. So, uh, Ford. So, Do you so know what Ford. I was talking about? Ford. I don't. Okay. okay so, <laughs> so I, I, 
my um, long time ago, um, Hoss Pratt talked about this, and it's uh, Ford, which is not sure. I'm sure Hoss swiped it from somewhere, so I don't know where it came from. Everything's but I plagiarized. So, There's yeah. no so, original thought. So, so it is what it is, right? But um, Ford stands for family, occupation, recreation, and dream. So okay. it's ring, ring, hello. Hey, Tamara, how's your family? Let Got them talk. It. Hey, how's work going? Got it. Hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? Okay. Hey, you guys dreaming of the next vacation? What does that look like? Hey, you guys, this is a big golden nugget <laughs> right here because I have never heard of Ford before. Now, these these two surprise me quite often and come up with something <laughs> I've never heard of. But Ford is that's a big golden nugget. I think right. that's a great way because a lot of people call and they're like, hey, just checking in. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything to say. Yeah. Hey, send me a referral. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants no. that. Guy. Who do you right. know who's buying or selling a house? Right. Nobody I wants think to take Ford that. Ford gives you some intentional conversation when you pick up the phone right. to your client. So the next time I call you guys, I'm going to say Ford and we're yes. going to go yeah. through the so, <laughs> so ultimately, that's right. Wait, what's the? Uh, dreams. Oh, dreams. Dreams. Okay. So, yeah, like so, again, it could be like you know what what what's your plan or what's your goals for? Yeah, you? it doesn't have to what, be dreams. What are you guys thinking about doing? I love Ford. What's coming up next for you guys? Okay. And then, hey, we were thinking of listing our home and ding, selling ding, ding. it so we could go to Cabo for a month. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd be the perfect guy for that. Yes, you yeah. would. <laughs> I like so, that. And so, so you know, I yeah. um, I you know, because we we all experienced a tremendous amount of growth, you know, in the last couple of years, and we talk about it all the time. Um, one of the things, and you know, I mean, I have flaws in my business, just like everybody has flaws in their business, and we realize I re- recognized an issue with trying to retain clients because we were so busy and we don't ever want anyone to not feel loved or touched on or that we're concerned about them. And so one of the big initiatives that I implemented for this year was a client retention program. And I sat down and I wrote it out and it's, you know, this is how many times we're going to touch on the client a year. This is what we're going to have you know, do for our clients this year. And it's a very intentional plan Mm -hmm. that's also been followed up by, of course, task reminders in our CRM. But, you know, we partner together, me and my escrow team, to make sure that we're staying in front of our clients because we don't want anyone to fall through the cracks. So having that calendar year of intentional touches to your clients, implement Ford, uh, is a huge, you know, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. it, it, it's, it, it is how you retain a client, right. right? Right. And so, you know, I think, and I think it's okay to categorize people by, are they a referral source? Are they, how many deals have they done with you? Things like that. And so, you know, because you've, you've got to be careful as you grow your database, you know, that you have enough time to touch everybody. So mm-hmm. I, I have a lot yeah, of touch synergy. On that real quick. Yeah. Um, I, sorry to interrupt. I was going to no. say that, that, Leanna touched on it doesn't matter the uh, size of the database. So, so we actually have a top 100, you know, of course we've sold, you know, 700 plus homes in 20 years that we've been doing this, but ultimately um, having a top 100 that I know that they would take my phone call. If I called right now, they would take the call versus getting so bogged down and trying to contact 700 people. I would never even start calling that list. I just have like analysis paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. and so I'm not using a dialer. I'm using my phone. I'm not calling them from, you know, 866 number. I'm using my cell phone. It's me to them. I call. They don't answer. I just shoot a quick text. Hey, Tamara, I was just reaching out, see how things are going. That's it. 
But right. I think the top 100 is key because yeah. you can't be all things to all people, right? right? right. And right. so, and this is a business. So, right. exactly. you know, we exactly. have our top client list as well. And, you know, that results in different things for different yeah. levels of clients. And that's okay. Right. Right. I mean, and that is okay. The, all those people on the newsletter. I'm talking about that. Oh, yeah. The automated stuff, stuff, no big deal, right? All of our clients get all of our class notices and, you know, the marketing pieces that I send out that they can use in their business. And so there is a lot of, there is, there has to be automation Mm -hmm. and that has to be okay. Okay. But being top of mind with those individuals that really make sure to partner with you and take care of you, they're going to get the bless, the big blessings, right? Of course. And and the big benefits. and to your point, also, I, I did want to bring up the fact that, um, you know, the whole conversation is lifetime value of a client. So last time that you closed a home, um, you know, there's a company, I always say it, Door, the guy, his whole story, the guy who created Door said that um, his mom bought a home, the realtor closed on the property, and they never heard from him again. And so it left this. How many this. times have we heard <laughs> this so, story? So, uh, so, so there's a lot of terminology for that, but I'm going to keep it PG here. And I'm just going to say that ultimately, um, after a person closes, that's just the beginning. You know, that's not it the is. end. It and is. I'm, we're not asking for referrals at closing. We're basically being there for them through the ups and downs of the next events. We already know what they're about to experience moving. They're about to move. They're about to be stressed out. We give people gift cards for like pizza because uh, we know you're going to be on the move. Things are packed up. It's easy to get a pizza delivered while you're moving. It just makes things simple. Or moving, yeah. whatever it is that yeah. the client yeah. is like, what area, whatever area that we can see that they're most sure. stressed about, we come, you know, it's with an intention for us to make sure that they have the absolute smoothest and right. best and, and memorable transaction with us so that they can look back and say, they really helped us through this. Like to me, those words and you know, that, that thank you to, you know, that appreciation yeah. means way more than a commission check. And yeah. that, that's something that we come from. And I think that that makes it a huge difference from where we stand with our clients. You know, but I think it's others. okay that, to say that it's going to turn into a commission check because oh, of, of yeah. because of yeah. the heart and the and the feeling that you guys put mm-hmm. into it, right? And so, um, you know, just kind of thinking through, oh, there was an interesting thing that you said that I wanted to touch on. You know, you're in you're in tune with the struggles that your clients have throughout their year or years or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think. Um, while a lot of people rely on a lot more automation than necessarily than I would for my business, because this is a relationship business and it right. is important to touch people. Sometimes picking up the phone, like what you're doing is super important. You, you're not going to hear that someone's wife is, you know, well, you might hear about it on social media, but you're going to really affect them. If you pick up the phone and call yeah. them, I had a client I was doing a lot of text, happy birthday, you know, cause everybody's busy, but I happened to pick up the phone and call this particular client and call them and wish them a happy birthday. And they're like, you're the only person that's picked up the phone today. Wow. What? That's crazy. And called <laughs> yeah. me for my birthday. You're the yeah. only person that has called me for my birthday so far. Wow. And I'm like, wow, you know, like what a place and time that we're in yeah. where the Facebook yeah. happy birthday and the text message happy birthday. You know, I'm not, of course, you know, like I said, we talk about top clients and how we, you know, interact with people. But I think sometimes taking away that automation and just having that 
touch with mm-hmm. somebody, that human contact with somebody is going to unveil, uh, un- un- reveal, unveil, I combined those two words just now, <laughs> um, you know, what, what some of those pain right. points are that people are going through in their lives. And that's going to keep you connected with somebody, you know, right. 100%. if you just send a, send a text, Hey, I hope you're having a great day. You would have never, you would never know. Right. They probably would never tell you what's happening. Exactly. Exactly. Next time someone has call reluctance or reluctance to go through their database and uh, build out that list, just put on a piece of paper, you know, the last, last closing, for example, 3% of 500 is 15 grand. We all know the math, but multiply that on three times. That's 45 grand. So you willing to pick up the phone and call your database to make lifetime value 45,000 for that client. If you don't, another agent like me will. Love it. I agree. Send it on. Just send it, Stephen. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'll gladly take it. Okay. So kind of, you know, and we have kind of talked about the basics and kind of, you know, how you are marketing to your sphere. You did start up your um, podcast again. Yes. Which I think is obviously pretty cool because we're in the same place as yeah, podcast. Real news. Um, Hashtag real news. But, you know, I really like the fact that, and that is a touch point. Your podcast is three minutes. Yeah, sure. Here's a pain point or a challenge. Here's a solution. Here's what we think. You know, you did the one about our open house is dead. Um, I've watched every single one of them. Oh, thank you. You know, you didn't um, comment or like. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. She did. He always says that to his mom. (laughs) His mom goes, "I saw y'all's pictures," and she goes, "Well, you didn't like them." Uh, (laughs) No, I actually. She said, "I do like them." I think I comment on every single one of the ones that I see, which I think is most important. We appreciate your support, of course. No, and but what I really like about them is because when you kind of look at the analytics of how long somebody watches a video, it's like, well, it's for sure less than five minutes, but it's more like two to three minutes. And so I think what you're able to do in a very short amount of time is Mm. position yourself as that real estate expert to the people that do know you and to provide continuous value. So I think I love the, I love what you're doing with that. I'm a big fan. Thank you. Thank you so much. uh, That was the goal. You know, we used to do live at noon on, on Fridays and it was just so much stress, like, making all that, putting all that together and having a guest on the show and doing all that stuff. And I and have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so ultimately, um, you know, our goal is to provide value and help yeah. somebody through their journey, whether they work with us or work with another agent, that's their own decision. But we're going to do our part to provide value and, and reveal all the pain points that we went through. I mean, Personally, buying, fixing, and flipping over 100 homes, you think that we haven't experienced the same problems that a would-be seller or a buyer is going to experience? Hello. I mean, we've done it. You know, we've done it not only 100-plus times, but also in our own personal homes. Um, When we went to move out of our home one time in Grand Prairie, um, real funny story, we we had the movers set up at 8 a.m. My brother was actually there to help me, and... uh, I went to the gym one last time because I was going to work out and then help them move. But uh, so I get there and I hit the garage remote. I'm rolling in the driveway. They're all standing in the driveway. It's like 8 a.m. I hit the garage remote. Nothing happens. I'm like, what's going on? Well, we had turned off the utilities that day because we were moving out. Uh Uh-oh. They they turned off the utilities, all right, at 8 a.m. Uh-oh. So now I had to pay for a locksmith because Leanna had already went to Dallas and to work. So 
You know, Uh-oh. I mean, it's those things that you don't you don't see that on HGTV. You yeah. know, um, the reality is you want to give yourself a buffer, get moved out, and then close close the utilities or or set them up three days after you're planned to move out. Yeah. What if it rains? What if you now you're going through that whole headache of the utilities? Oh I'm hung God, up on utilities today. I'm not sure why, but uh, no, but I, I was just saying that a pain about. in the Every butt, time I know? buy a house, I like forget, you know, because it's a rental. I'm not living yep. there. I forget yeah. to turn on the water and the yeah. electric. Contractors are showing up and they're like, "Hey, we have no power." I'm like, "Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. You didn't bring your generator." <laughs> <laughs> so I think a checklist. Uh, yeah. All of these yeah. things that nobody mm-hmm. thinks about is a really That's good cool. marketing yes. piece for you guys. We used to have one a long time. Yeah, inner office. It wasn't. It was on the back of the file. Um, so in new home sales, we had these big eighteen by eleven folders, yeah. and uh, and I still use those sometimes. Actually, I, I built one yesterday. It was kind of fun. Uh, just going back to the old schools. I'm um, so way back. You know, in oh five, oh six, oh seven, all those days. We would have paper contracts and uh, fill them out on the tailgate of the truck and take them to the office. And they had to be time stamped. There was a place where you turned in contracts. They had to be stamped within three days of being executed. Right. So uh, it was just back in the day. And we'd have to build those folders and um, inside the folders that we would do for our flips, which they would start out just, you know, 12 pages or eight pages. Back then it was an eight page contract. So eight pages. By the time it was done with receipts and everything, it's like four inches. Yeah, of course. But uh, on the inside of that was a checklist of utilities. Then. Okay. And um, so we did have that checklist back then. Maybe it's time we roll one of those out, <laughs> get the old Word document working again. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. I kind of you you and I have had. Well, and of course, I'm asking a bunch of questions I already know the answer to because we work <laughs> together. But my, our audience doesn't know the answer to the yeah. question. But we've had some conversations about neighborhood farming, which is yeah. you know kind of I'm shifting a little bit, but I'm not really. And so one of the things um, I know you guys have been working in light farms, trying to do a lot of uh, farming in light farms. And I live just north of you guys in Glen Crossing. And um, there really hasn't been we've we've seen we've started we've seen the turnover. Even though I'm in new construction, people are still sticking that sign in the yard. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I work for a title company and I'm not closing any of these deals. And I live in this neighborhood. And so yeah. we kind of had that ex- that conversation about how to kind of come up a, with a really effective farming program for our backyards. Because I feel like, you know, and this is the dumbest thing ever. And I'm about to expose myself. But, yeah. you know, I've worked in real estate for 13 years and I've never marketed to my backyard. Yeah. You know, I've, I've literally driven 45 yeah. minutes across the to go somewhere else to market but you know so this is kind of the first time that i've really kind of come in and like said okay well what do we need to be doing in salina as salina grows and so we're working on um a neighborhood referral guide that's kind of along those lines where there's common threads of you know services that people use in the neighborhood and every time somebody moves in they post on the facebook page in our group can someone recommend a lawn treatment sorry can someone can recommend a clean yes. person so can, can someone recommend a final walk through his backyard same list same, 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 list. same thing all the time like yeah. we're putting together a referral yeah. guy yeah. <laughs> simply because i'm tired of seeing <laughs> i exactly yeah. I, we know exactly yeah. what you're that's talking fine. about that's funny but what yeah. do you, you know, do you want to share? Like I, I once I put that together, mm-hmm. I think I want to share the template with you guys cool. because I think Let's it would it. be something to help position you guys as a better expert in yeah. light farms and some of those marketing yeah. pieces. Right. We're working with the HOA 
um, reps right. in the neighborhood mm-hmm. to kind of position, you know, some more exposure for during events and stuff like that. Right. And so, yeah, you guys are doing stuff in Light Farms, I know, because I help you do it. Yes, <laughs> you yeah. do. Yeah. And the and Nook is a great location yeah. for... Yeah, the Nook is an awesome place, restaurant. So, so as far as um, how your, your question is, how are you geo-farming back to your Yeah, neighborhood? how are you guys so, doing that right now? Ultimately, um, you know, there's air, land, and sea, right? Military. Um, unfortunately, the can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean, you're seeing it in Ukraine, unfortunately, oh, right now in real life, I mean, in real time. But um, I'll cry and, if we keep talking about that. As far as um, as far as like real estate goes, uh, where would air be? Right? That would be so. You have air, land, and sea. That's how the military is going to take over something, right? Mm-hmm. So if you we feel through. Um, being um, your number one problem that any business has is obscurity. Nobody knows who you are, right? So if you want to combat obscurity and be known, then you want to put your name in as many places as possible. Okay, so take that a step deeper. So you want to hit them with mail. You want to hit them with email. You want to hit them with uh, mass text and a slide dial. So kind of a hybrid between that um, the database. We're not going to hit our database with the same stuff we're going after new business. So sure. And, and we're not 100%, work the same, yeah. right, we're not 100% referral business to where, you know, we're only working with past clients. No, we're, that's part of our business. That's only part of it. And then we're going to go after buyers. We're going to go after uh, listings, obviously. And I, I do want to back up real quick on uh, database because um, this, this audience is a lot of real estate agents and, and lenders, yep. right? So yep. with this being our, our peeps, right? So if we would all do our job and go back to our database and ask those people, what's their plan for the next five years for the home? They looking to refinance. They looking to sell their home. Obviously, I'm a licensed lender, but you have your own preferred lender. How cool would that be if you call them with an opportunity and say, look, Bob's trying to cash out refi. Give them a call. Here's their information. Do a little hybrid between your databases and see where that lender can leverage some of their contacts to you for people that need to sell their home. Now, I'm not talking referral agreements, none of that. I'm saying just, hey, they law of reciprocation. You give to them, naturally they wanna give back to you. So, so if everybody in our sphere of real estate community yeah. would go back to your database, there's five to 10 listings just sitting there waiting for you right now. If you would do your part, we do our part, everybody does our part. Voila, Tamara's got more inventory coming Woo-hoo. into uh, Lawyer's Title. <laughs> little, little LT. We all spill the T over here. So, so if you want to keep it real, you want everybody to do their job and yeah. we can create our own inventory and stop going to open door, all these uh, iBuyer stuff that nobody likes to deal with. It's kind of like a short sell back in the 07, 08 days. And I don't even want to go into that. That'll, that'll make me uh, more. You're getting more, fired? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll just say that, that, that ultimately... Um, there's, there's business right there. So instead of going after the unknown, go after the known people in your own backyard that are, already know, like, and trust you. And then- Well, that's out. an extension of your, I mean, that's part of yeah. your sphere. Yeah, you know? so, so, so neighborhood prospecting, um, I'm a fan of every door direct versus doing a few yeah, mailers to, uh, to 100 most likely. Look, no algorithm, no AI can tell you who's really gonna sell. Not so stop being market. lazy. And just do the work, send out the mass mailer to all of them. Hey, let your competition know. It doesn't matter. They're not going to work with you, obviously, but it puts your competition on the uh, defense. And so you want to always come from a position of offense and be 
the one passing the ball, not the one trying to protect it and all scared and like, oh, I don't want them to know. Just go all in. Yeah. And commit. So send them a text, send them an email, send them the every door direct mail. And over time, farming is a long game. <laughs> Your database is you tomorrow. Is. No, but farming for sure. is a long game. And so it is. And you guys have done some neighborhood. Cool off on that. <laughs> no, you guys. You guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He gets fired up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, the other day, there was three listings in McKinney. All of them were owned by OfferPat. When and that was five hundred to seven hundred fifty thousand. I was looking for this client. I called our broker, and I'm like, "Why don't we do a database class and let's all do our part?" And basically, the class didn't happen. He's doing his own thing. Chris, awesome guy. He's got his own stuff. He's running a brokerage. Yeah. We're we're over here doing our thing in our neighborhood, right? Yeah. So. We'll keep our lane, keeping our lane, and we'll, we'll do our is a thing. whole different podcast. Well, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that between 500 to 750, you think out of what? How many realtors are in Collin County? What are they like? 30, 100,000? Yeah, um, 60s. There's like 65 in the middle. 65,000 realtors, and we got something like five, that. three homes active. Yeah. Really? It's a lot. That's your database? Well, three out of 65,000 people. <laughs> and at least 100 it. people yeah. on every agent so 65,000 times times um, 100 people on your database so is that like uh, 65 million or something like that big, that's 65 big, million leads <laughs> I'm not doing a math that's right now that's 65 million leads and you're telling me all we can get is three listings come on yeah okay well, he takes it personally. I know. He's really um, fired up. I, right now. I hesitate say, to say anything. Uh, <laughs> no, but also there was one more thing that I kind of keep thinking about to mention. Uh, but getting the basics. Okay. So, like your website, your social media platforms. And we actually recently have uh, had a company, um, social media company that had come in and connected all of our social media oh, platforms. Oh, did they come in and do so, an audit for your social yes, media platforms, they did which the, I think is really cool? Yep, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, Facebook page, um, YouTube. We're starting to get that Me too. going uh, <laughs> little by little. It takes time. It That's does. why we're like, we finally just gave up and, you know, throwing a towel and say, hey, we need help. We need somebody to come yeah. in and get this done for us. So, uh, the way that it's being done, that it's done set correctly, because we all know that we are getting more and more relocations, yeah. you know, into this area. So we actually get calls now that everything is set up with Google My Business. We get calls, we think out of the blue, uh, you know, that people are from California, um, you know, all different places um, in right. the States are calling us. We don't question them how they found us. We just know that we are somewhere on the platforms and whether it's the Remax International, whether it's Google, you know, we have placed the geo tags and all this other, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, set uh, of verbiage of things sure. that are in place um, that I'm not an expert in and I'm not going to claim to be, but it is now in place that we actually, uh, we get calls now instead of us going after, you know, these relocation leads. Uh, because we have those systems in place. And I think that's a really, you know, it, and it's unfortunate to me in my mind that this is a golden nugget, but it really is because you, uh, I had to start going through my Facebook friends. <sighs> and so the way that I do that is I go through the birthdays every day. And I look at each person because it's easy to do. There's five, ten birthdays a day. It doesn't take me long sure. to go through and figure out who these people are. And I cannot tell you how many times I have to dig 
deep, and I only go so deep, into somebody's Facebook page to find out that they're a realtor. Mm-hmm. It's not on their workplace. It's not in their background, on their cover photo. They don't post anything real estate related. There's some link embedded in their about page that sends them to, sends somebody to their web page and that's it. And I said, so the secret realtor thing makes no sense to me. Okay. <laughs> the secret yeah. business person, salesperson, entrepreneur, anything yeah. doesn't make sense secret to me. Secret agent. So I think that that's, you know, one thing to do is shore up your social yeah. media because you want to make sure that people know who you are, what you do. And that needs to be extremely clear. Yes. Very clear. Okay. Very clear. So I think that's a great place to uh, kind of wrap up for today. Let's leave them with that golden nugget. Go. <laughs> Could you please? Please go tell people you're a realtor on your Facebook page. <laughs> or don't. Actually, don't do that. Just leave it the oh, way it yeah, is. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Steven because I like yeah. it. My competitors yeah. don't do things too. So um, I am, I'm leave with you there. Leave it all but... confusing. So I'm trying and don't to, call your database. Don't, don't, don't do call it. your database. It's a scary but, place. Don't you know, thank it. you again, you guys, for joining me on the show today. It's been a pleasure to not only just see you guys, but have you participate in the conversation today. Um, thank you for joining us for another episode of Spilling LT. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. And again, if you love my content, you're going to love my escrow team. So I hope you'll give us an opportunity to earn your business. Uh, you can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. Make sure you go in, like, subscribe, comment, share, post, and let's do a video today, people. Make it a great day. Mm-hmm.